0: podcasters have been listening for free for too long. You owe us something.
1: Well, okay. Listen, a lot of you have said, hey, guys, I'd be willing to subscribe and pay X per week or
0: per month for the podcast. And you know why we don't charge? Because we're stupid. Because we're stupid.
1: But anyway, why don't you think about what would you be willing to pay per month for the Armstrong and Getty show? And then instead of giving it to us, give it to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Donate it and help our, uh, our warriors who are in their time of greatest need. And you got this organization that is all volunteers, and they do fabulous, beautiful, beautiful work helping our guys.
0: So just go to armstrongandgetty.com to donate. It's that simple. <laughs>
1: How are you doing? Thank you for tuning in to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Hope you are well, and we hope you've gotten a chance to contribute to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Just take two minutes. Two minutes. And if you haven't given yet, just 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever you can spare. I mean, those of you who are are real patriots, real believers, you understand the organization, you value what it does. If you can give more than that, great. Please do. Why am I
0: not being allowed on the air?
1: Am I on the air now? Frankly, we've had enough of you. Okay. Michael, allow me on the air.
0: Somebody
2: donated, to here. Here, Somebody, Somebody donated Somebody donated,
1: yeah. yeah, a substantial amount, Jack, to and asked us to turn off your mic. Okay, so wow. we had to,
2: we had to <laughs> honor it.
1: I get it. So anyway, go to uh, armstrongegetti dot com.
0: So as I was saying to myself, with no one listening, we have a guest coming up that is absolutely amazing. F- who has benefited from Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, that is uh, going to move the needle if it hasn't already, because uh, he's got a hell of a story.
2: And we yeah. have been uh, making some uh, requests for businesses to get involved, and I think, Jack, you'd be happy to know that uh, Henry's Bunk Bed Storage Facility LLC has donated $50. <laughs> I'd forgotten nice. that story until somebody did that, that he was leasing out
0: his uh, top bunk <laughs> to his, his uh, older brother <laughs> for storage space. <laughs> That's oh fine. my gosh! That's beautiful. So that's on beautiful. the um, on the Joe Biden thing, let's uh, let's set the scene, as they say in the scene setting business. <laughs> um, so that's a, I stole that line from the great Steve Allen comedian. I heard that as a kid, and I've thought it was funny ever since. But anyway, so an 83 year old voter in Iowa stands up at one of these events and uh, and has something to say to Joe Biden during the whole no malarkey bus tour. But, damn right, he had something to say. He's going to give him the business. And um, it's worth knowing the guy's 83, and then we'll play the whole thing for you. And if there's any details that are left out, I'll fill them in at the end. But uh, they got into it a little bit.
3: I'm an old Iowa retired farmer. I'm kind of unique because I'm not a Republican. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I've got two problems with you. One is you're damn near as old as I am. You're too old. Job. Awesome. I'm 83, and I know damn well I don't have the mental faculties I did when I was 30 years ago. All right. The other, forget that stuff. That, that, that's all. Not forget, it. man. I'll answer. it. Yeah, no, no. Wait a minute. I got. I got a question. I want you to answer. We all know Trump uh, has been messing around in Ukraine over there, holding their foreign aid for for them to come up saying they're going to investigate you. We know all about that crap. And he's he's uh, no backbone. We know that for that. But you, on the other hand, sent your son over there to get a job and work for a gas company that he had no experience with gas or nothing in order to get access for the uh, to, for the president. So you're... You're selling access to the president, just like he was. So you you're b- a
4: damn liar, man. That's not true, and no one has ever said that. No one has proved that. Made? I no. see it
3: on the TV. You see it that's on all the TV. You
4: is no, I know you do. And by the way, that's why I, I'm not sedentary. I don't. I get up and 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 no. Let him go. Let him go. Look, the reason I'm running is because I've been around a long time. Well, let him, him strong. Let him, him strong now. And I can get things done. That's why I'm running. And you want to check my shape on, let's do push ups together here, man. Let's do let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. Let's take an IQ test, okay? Yeah, I like push-ups. Number one. Number two. Number two. <laughs> no one has said my son has done anything wrong, and I did not on any occasion. And no one has ever said it. Not one didn't
3: say you were doing anything wrong. You I
4: said, said I set up my son to work in an oil company. Isn't that what you said? Get your th- words straight, Jack.
3: That's what I re- re- hear on the on MSNBC. All you don't news. hear
4: that on MSNBC? No, yeah, I didn't. You did not hear that well, at all. What you
3: didn't. heard... But, okay, I'm not going to get
4: in an argument with you, man. Well,
3: well I don't want
4: to it. Well, yeah, you do, but... But, uh, <laughs> but look, fat, look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. It, it all l- l- right, pause it. L- <laughs> that, that
1: moment there is because of country. Did he just say, look, fatty, or did he start fat. to say, look, fat man? Or did he? Uh, did he just guy, stumble? I haven't seen the video. Is the guy heavy? He's he's uh, quite zoftic, I guess. <laughs> so,
0: so, look, okay, fat Okay, so I
4: again I
1: read Fat-ass, this
0: and somebody said that he was saying facts, but facts wouldn't make any sense there. Are
4: you getting in an argument with you, man? Well, well I don't want to either. Well, yeah, you do, but uh, but look, fat. Look, here's the deal.
0: Look, fat Here's the deal. <laughs>
1: fat. He, didn't. he didn't. He didn't. But yeah, look, this is fat is stupid. <laughs>
2: This is also
1: dumb, but it's entertaining. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's entertaining. It doesn't mean anything. But... I mean, some fat old farmer has got stories kind of half right. Throw them at Biden. Biden <laughs> getting all pissy. That's entertaining. It doesn't mean anything. No,
0: get your story straight, Jack. Jack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's good. All right, just another little bit of it. Come on.
3: Oh, when
4: you're Oh, that was a key phrase there, Sean. Make sure you hear that, huh? What? Here's the deal. Here's the deal.
3: It, it looks. It looks like you don't have any more backbone than Trump does. When you're, oh. you're. you're Shut you're up, fathead. Uh,
4: go to hell. Any other head. questions?
3: Yeah. All right.
4: <laughs> and then yeah, then it just kind of. Well, I knew you weren't, man. You think I thought you would stand up and vote for me? You're too old to vote for me.
0: So <laughs> so all right, right, here we laugh. go. But but what did that mean? You're too old to vote for me. What did that mean? Oh, I don't.
1: It was an attempt at a shot or a witticism that didn't work? So it's no. More of a so,
2: parry trying to, trying to uh, oh, position himself. Oh, yeah, I'm himself. too old
1: or a year too old to vote for him. Yeah, me. yeah.
2: Sure, the younger sick. people get that I, I feel like it was one of those sort of things. Okay, Man. Boomer. Hey, Boomer.
0: you got to explain boomer. it.
2: Boomer. <laughs> 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 Okay, fat. Oh, no, you no, can't no, just it, call somebody fat. It wasn't effective, but I think that's what he was trying to do. Right? Um,
0: uh, early on, so the guy actually says, "I didn't catch that." So the guy actually says, "You sold the influence or something like that." Well, essentially, yeah. I can understand coming back hard against that, and nobody is nobody nobody seriously making that claim. Um, uh, the other stuff about his son not being qualified for the job is. Clearly true, and uh, and is everywhere on every channel. Um, but when 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 Biden says no, let him let him go, let him go, or let him up, or whatever, th- there are a couple of Secret Service guys have him down beating him, or what is going on at that <laughs> no, point? No,
1: they, they're the uh, the folks organizing the thing. were trying to get the mic away from him. Okay, during the more heated part of it, though, uh, Biden is unmistakably advancing toward the man. Which I found a little uncomfortable. I mean, because you can have an argument from the distance that y'all are at right there. You don't have to get closer and closer and closer to the guy, but that's what Biden did. How close of course, he was they? a scrapper and a brawler, man.
0: He would yeah. wrapped chains around people's heads and fight them with bent, rusty knives. He was a for real guy who would get in fights with people when he was. Oh young. yeah, oh um, yeah. Uh, so, but how close to together were, were they, old men, at that one point? Ah, uh, they weren't close
1: enough to throw punches um a little little too far apart to throw blows but damn near close enough hmm. So, anyway, again, anybody tries to make anything of that, they're just being silly. No, it's It's, just funny. It's just funny and entertaining. Two oldsters arguing with each other, both of them kind of half making sense, half not making sense. Biden using fun, (laughs)
0: old-timey expressions like, get your facts straight, Jack. Right, exactly.
1: (laughs) So, I tell you what, it did not make Biden look any younger, though, in spite of his insistence
0: that he was ready for a push-up throwdown right there and then. But... On we go. Is somebody going to take him up on that at some point? I wonder. Some, you know, we remember when Marshall couldn't do his push-ups. We got all those emails and texts from. I'm 80 years old and I do 50 push-ups before you know sunrise every day and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, if Biden might challenge one of these old guys like that, and all of a sudden he's doing push-ups. I, I hope he can actually do them. Maybe. Yeah, he can. Well, that would be exciting. It be, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. You get a couple of old men on the ground doing push-ups and people counting. That would be very entertaining. <laughs> One, two, the whole crowd's counting together, seeing which old man can go the longest. <laughs> well, and
1: according to Nancy Pelosi, the very idea of civilization hinges on this election. Therefore... The very idea of civilization hangs on whether the old man can knock out some push-ups, right. which is really a hell of a situation for a superpower to be in.
0: <laughs> but we have such a great guest in terms of someone who's benefited from Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. I want to leave plenty of time for that. so We're going to talk to uh, him coming up in a little bit, and we should probably do an update. If you haven't given yet, well, will give right before we get to the update. Just go to armstrongandgetty.com. It only took Marshall 90 seconds to donate, and he's not exactly a, a computer whiz. This is a
1: bit of an old Iowa farmer himself, if you hear me.
0: <laughs> but we're we're looking pretty good today. We're trying to get to five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a that's 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 a haul in five shows. That's that's a that's a lot of money. Uh, maybe when you hear this next story, you'll want to donate on the Armstrong and Getty show. and Getty
1: Show. Hey, tell Jack. Oh, sorry.
0: So welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. One week a year, we ask for money. And uh, and, and when we started doing this years ago, we, we decided it has to be a really good cause if we're going to ask people for money. And this is a good cause. And they're really careful with their money. As good as any charity that's out there, High highest ratings as you can get. Look it up yourself if you'd like to. It's called Warrior Foundation Freedom Station.
1: Yeah, indeed, and there just could not be a better use of your patriotic dollars than to help our young service people when they need it the most. Uh, Jack, I I do not have that piece of information I thought I did, so I'll let you handle that.
0: Okay, so we've got a Marine that's joining us today. Brian Riley's on the show. Um but thanks for joining us, Brian. We appreciate it. Thanks for having and me. And so I've already heard your story. I'm trying to make sure I, I want to make sure it comes out in the in the most compelling way possible. Well, what what was your job? <laughs> when you were in the Marines? Uh,
5: I was a point man for a reconnaissance team, meaning that I was, while we were on patrol, I was the first man in the file.
0: And um, what often happens to that person?
5: Uh, the point man had about a 90% casualty rate, and Oof. of those people injured, 80, 70 to 80% of them were double or triple amputees.
0: Now. So does that mean that ninety percent of the people that have that job are going to end up
5: injured? Yes, one way or another. <laughs> wow! And of those, most of them will be amputees. Yeah. Wow. I, at at I, least while I was deployed, it might have changed since then. Did, did but... you
0: Did you know that when you <laughs> did
5: you did you volunteer for that position or did somebody
0: say this is your job and you just take it? How does that even work?
5: I volunteered for that position. I I knew the odds when I was going into it, and uh, so like pretty much the entire two years. Of the workup prior to my deployment, I had time to, like, come to terms with the chance that I had a 90% chance of being injured, and of that high stakes, it'd be an amputation. And what did happen to you? Well, I wound up... And this is where? This, this is... In Afghanistan, the Valley, Afghanistan. So uh, I actually wound up being pretty lucky. All I had was a gunshot wound. It, it hit me about three inches above the ankle, so now I'm a left-below-the-knee amputee, so... I went to Afghanistan expecting to be down three limbs, but I only lost one. And because it was a gunshot wound, I didn't have any secondary injuries to my other leg, so I actually had a easier time than most other amputees learning how to walk. So
0: again. so we abs- absolutely need to get to the whole, you know, how Warrior Foundation Freedom Station played into your life, because that's why we're here and we're raising money and all that. But i got to get back <laughs> to the mindset of... Why do you volunteer for a job like that? Is it because you feel like somebody's got to do it, I want to do it? Or <laughs>
5: did you, did you, I honestly wonder, do you think it's not going to happen to me? No, no. I, I, I knew it was going to, I didn't know, but I basically felt like it was going to happen. Uh, so I volunteered for it because I figured I'd be the best person for the job. Um, I thought I had the best chance of making it through, which, I mean, I was kind of right, because I didn't get blown up, uh-huh. but I, I was shot, so um, take that with a grain of salt. But yeah, I, I volunteered for it. I turned down a few um, billet promotions, like, it, uh, that would have just basically been, um, I could have been like a radio operator, or a system radio operator, so my, I would have been in a different spot. And less likely to have yeah, your legs blown off. Much less likely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I could, have volu- I could have done any of that, but I volunteered to be the point man.
1: Wow. Brian, is it possible for me to somehow get a little of you? I don't know <laughs> how exactly. I don't know if that would be a blood transfusion or if I could just hug you for a long time and absorb some of your courage, but... I love that. You knew you would be great at the job, and you're too modest to say it, but you knew if the point man is great at their job, that's going to save lives.
0: Right. There you have it. Yeah, so think about that when this weekend you're complaining about how rough your life is with Christmas coming and traffic (laughs) in the mall and everything. (laughs) Jeez. Wow. Anyway, so when does Warrior Foundation Freedom Station come into your life?
5: They came into my life around... Ooh, 2012, um, i have basically done all the physical recovery I could do at the hospital, so the my chain of command knew that I wanted to get out of the military, so they suggested that I go to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station so I could start getting used to regular life again, uh, paying bills, parking on the right side of the street so I don't get parking tickets, <laughs> like all that, all the civilian stuff that I hadn't really had to worry about for a few years, um, and so I've been living there since 2012, and it's been great just because it really did help, like, uh, readjust to the real world again. Because um some guys, like, they've never had to pay rent or mortgage or car payments before. So, like, coming to Freedom Station and, like, having to have personal accountability with my finances really prepared me. Um And it, it was also a great way because, like, some guys, they really want... They, they enjoy the community aspect of it, and I enjoy that as well, like having veterans for neighbors. But the huge part for Freedom Station is like it was like a little sanctuary for me. I could get away from the noise of the world at the same time
1: well well and and brian we know and we don't have a ton of time to talk about this but it's really really difficult for a guy like you who's as dedicated as you were has as intense a relationship with the guys you're serving with as you do uh, the sort of job you have to transition to the stupidity of the civilian world (laughs) that that really that crushes some people's spirits sometimes and i know having the guys around you has got to help
0: it really does yes yeah I my uh, I know my brother talks about that he's he's a um a veteran of combat, and, and when he comes back, it, it's just always just so annoying to him. Right, <laughs> just, just just the everyday grind and things that people get upset about. Yeah, that's like talking about. That. Um, uh, you know, when you when you've been in certain situations and you're, and you're working with people complaining about the day to day nonsense, it can make you insane. And and Warrior Foundation Freedom Station in all kinds of different ways, mentally and physically, letting people be. It's that it's that buffer zone between combat and real and, and, and normal civilian life that hasn't existed in our country for right. some reason. So a guy
1: like Brian, who's given and given and given, and there are thousands like him, are now coming back to us and getting on with their lives, and they just need a little bit of help. And Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is a four-star charity organization that provides that help on your behalf, my friends. So... Give 10 bucks, give $10,000, whatever you can give. But for goodness sakes, we owe it as Americans to
0: support these guys. Brian Riley, thank you for your service. Thanks for coming on today. You did a service even today. Thank you for your Appreciate support. Appreciate it. Yeah, go to armstrongandgetty.com to donate. Um, we're going to hit $500,000 today. That's our goal. It was very ambitious. Come on,
1: um, let's but I do think, this. I
0: think we're going to make it. Marshall's got his news coming up in just a moment, and we'll get back to that stuff, the, the, the regular world. But uh, go to armstrongandgetty.com right now. Donate while that story is fresh in your mind.
3: <laughs>
1: hey, plenty happening around the world. We'll talk about that with Marshall Phillips right now. After that a Warrior Foundation Freedom Station update. We have some great uh, numbers to give you also, some funny contributor names. And uh, if you haven't given them yet, please do. Marshall, what uh, you do that at armstrongandgetty.com. Marshall,
6: what are our headlines? Well, you got former New York City mayor and 2020 Democratic presidential candidate, Michael. And a
1: waste of everybody's time, but and, go uh, ahead.
6: Michael Bloomberg doing his first full interview since declaring he was with CBS this morning. Bloomberg talking about his decision to enter the race, telling Gail King he's not confident any of the other Democratic candidates would be able to beat President Trump in the general election. I
0: watched and I said, we just can't have another four years of this. And then I watched all the candidates and I just thought to myself, Donald Trump would eat him up.
4: You think all the candidates who are running today, he would eat them up?
0: Let me f- rephrase it. I think that I would do the best job of competing with him and beating him. Bloomberg with a glowing review of the other
6: Democratic candidates. Meanwhile, you got another strong, strong jobs report. Employers adding 266,000 jobs. The Labor Department said the unemployment uh, record has dropped to 3.5%. That matches a half-century low, 50-year low. And wages went up by a solid 3.1 percent in November compared with a year earlier. Wow! Yes, that's a hell of a rise in wages. Yes. D d d d d. I think I think on that uh, note we uh, might want to check in for a positive Sean one-word market update.
2: Yes, the market is vivacious.
1: <laughs> that's a bit of a
2: stretch. Vivacious. Oh, vivacious. Apologies. <laughs> there you vivacious. Go. All the major indices about uh, up about a percent yeah. or so. We had a multi-county police
6: pursuit and shootout in South Florida. That ended yesterday. Part of what happened was seen on live television. It started with two armed men robbing a jewelry store and shooting a woman there. Then police say they kidnapped a UPS driver and used his truck as a getaway vehicle in the high-speed chase packages flying out of the truck as they ripped around on the roadways, littering the highway with an armada of police cars close behind. The ordeal ended in a hail of bullets.
1: Well, and I tell you what, uh, and and cops know this if they've seen the tape, that shootout took place in a terrible, terrible uh, situation. Yep. Way too many bystanders. It was in cr- a crowded area of traffic. Cars and trucks stopped at traffic lights or what have you. Oh. It was terrifying. The fact that, that there weren't multiple bystanders hurt and or killed is just a tribute to the training and skill of the peace officers who are on the scene. It's practically unbelievable there there wasn't a huge loss of life there. Well done, fellas.
6: A flesh-eating bacteria linked to the use of heroin killed at least seven people in That's Southern California. That's a bad California. name for a
0: bacteria, you know. That's a particularly troubling name. Well, I like it because it tells you pretty much what you're dealing with right from up front. Right. There's it... no dancing around. It's like Ebola. What's Ebola now? No, flesh-eating bacteria tells you right up front what's happening. Indeed, it does. The
6: San Diego area health officials report nine people who injected black tar heroin between October 2nd and November 24th were hospitalized with infections. Got the FEB. Yep, the soft tissue infection that destroys muscles. Seven have already died. Thirteen people in Southern California have been Jeez. diagnosed with the uh, wound botulism, is another way they're terming it.
0: Well, uh, if I can avoid it by not doing black, black tar heroin, I'm in pretty good shape. Yep.
6: State law enforcement agencies. There goes
0: my afternoon.
6: Across the state trying to find the source of the heroin. And more bad news for R Kelly, a new indictment filed yesterday in New York oh, yeah, federal court. I saw,
0: court that. I saw ac-
6: that accusing the embattled r and b star of bribing an Illinois official in one thousand nine hundred and ninety four in order to get a fake ID for an unnamed female. Now the next day, Kelly married fifteen year old singer Aaliyah in a secret ceremony with falsified paperwork that said she was 18.
0: Married, using my finger quotes, a 15-year-old. Yeah. What the hell is going on in his crazy mind? Yeah, the marriage
2: was... Is, he,
6: on, is he still on the streets? Is he uh, incarcerated? I, I think he is still behind... Bars, I believe he got I'm arrested. Not. I'll, I'll double check. Yeah, right. you Double check that one. Anyway, the marriage was later annulled because of Aliyah's age. So it just keeps going on and on and on. Kelly was 27 at the time when he married
0: her. He, and, Prince Andrew, and all uh, need to hang out in uh, Jeffrey Epstein's cell for the rest of their lives. Yeah,
6: yeah. All right, that's uh, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips,
2: the Armstrong of Getty
6: Show, the conscience of the
2: nation. Uh, R. Kelly is already scheduled to stand trial in April. Um, he's being held without bail. Yeah, that's what we thought. Okay. Okay. There you go.
0: So we got to do an update. We, do, we got no choice here. Do we? we? Gotta, we got, yeah. It's, uh, well, do you want to hear a big number? Do you like big numbers? Uh, I kind of do. Yeah, uh, we. I, I, I don't want
1: to. I don't want to take the carrot
0: down. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so we got twenty two dollars from Eric Swalwell's music, musical sphincter.
2: <laughs> that was not him. <laughs> yeah. uh, great. That was Chris Matthews.
0: Yeah. And with that donation, we went over the top
2: of our goal of five hundred thousand. You're kidding? I'm not kidding. Five hundred six hundred thirty six. Five hundred thousand six hundred thirty-six dollars. That would have been better if I didn't mess it up. Yeah, well, Go ahead. But it's five hundred thousand dollars,
0: which is absolutely fantastic. I mean, we had a whale in there, Tom Kemper with 1, 000, We've had a thousand, and
2: others. A bunch of whales come through. Glenn with two thousand dollars. Will and Courtney with a thousand. Stupid shirt hurt with fifteen hundred. Yes. Uh right. Lodi wine with two thousand. Candy <laughs> with a thousand. Women who wine with fifteen hundred. Yes. Angry nice. with two thousand twenty. dollars wow. Christy with one thousand. Ross with a thousand. Diane with a thousand. Uh, David with a thousand. And this might be my favorite name that's donated so far. Stupid should hurt, service should not. Contributed $200. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's
4: right.
0: awesome. We just got we just got forty seven dollars from tongue cutting butter knife, which is one of my great stories. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, god. Wow. Well, the the memory you people have is astounding. <laughs> to me. Things that happened to me that I've forgotten you reference. <laughs> that
3: was awful. Oh, oh well. that's a that's a bad story. I hate
0: <laughs> thinking about it. Hey, I hate uh, listen.
1: Listen, here's why I didn't want to take the carrot from uh, in front of the horse. And uh, apologies for the really demeaning metaphor. Um, if you have not yet kicked in 10, 20 bucks... To Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, which is this incredible four-star charity that serves our troops, uh, it, it, please do. I mean, just uh, an inconsequential amount. If you know, if you, certainly if you can afford more, do it. Just because we hit our goal, I mean, that was just a number we dreamed up. Let's help these guys out now, please. Let's not stop giving
2: like our an- idle daiquiri machine chipping in fifty dollars. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and I don't know
0: if this means anything or not, but if. In this modern world where we are seeking tribes because we don't have a sense of community, maybe you get a little sense of community out of people who listen to this show really support veterans and you're part of that community. I mean, I definitely feel that way. I don't know how many fundraisers you're aware of that radio stations and TV stations do across the country, but people don't raise this kind of money.
1: It just doesn't happen. You people are special, you're different.
0: Every time I see these kind of numbers to people I know in the radio industry across the country, you did what now? In how many months? No, no, no. In four and a half shows, we raised half a million dollars. And just, how'd, how'd just you, did you do so. it?
2: Wolf Blitzer's Jeopardy debt chipped in $46. <laughs> That's how we did it. That's how you do it. You come up with funny names. That's how you do it.
1: Wow, combination of utterly open-hearted and sincere patriotism and just a love of being a wise-ass. I mean, how do you describe <laughs> this community that we had? Jack, you used the term tribe or community. It's, there's absolutely something here. And I would like to think it has something to do with the fact that, that Fags, friends of Armstrong and Getty, understand that we are the United States of America. The government isn't the big buildings in D.C. are not the chattering heads on TV. That's not the United States of America. We are it, and when we have these brave young men who sacrifice like they have, and women as well, and and they need a little help in their moment of of suffering, that we're there for them. We who's going to be? We are because we're the United States. I, I just I hope maybe that's what sort of binds us together.
0: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Thank you, Donut Jesus, for your fi- your fifty dollar donation. That's donut one of Joe's, Jesus, that's one of Joe's monikers. Remember, your, that's your story about how oh. you could bring back any donut, no matter how dead it was. That's right. Donut Jesus.
1: That's I brought donuts back from the dead. That's like That's. that's
0: I can't With believe I ever wa- said that out loud, but I think I did. Oh. With a little water and and the microwave. In the microwave, you could, you could bring a donut back to life. I would sprinkle water
1: on them like I was baptizing them. <laughs> and uh, and just you have to nuke them, but just enough. <laughs> 3 and then good as donut, donut,
0: hard as a rock, could pound nails with it. Not for Joe Getty. That's a perfectly edible donut. Well, and
1: that was back when Jack and I were doing our first job together. And uh, as I recall, the donuts at the place we used to stop and get them on the way to work was like 35 cents apiece for the big nice ones. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was back when the idea of wasting 35 cents was beyond even conceivability. Yeah, There's man, no way I could squander 35 cents. When was I going to get my next 35
0: cents? Yeah, that, jo- that job did not pay no. well. Anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, <we've> no. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. Let's see what kind of a number we can hit. And we got a lot more on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. And I can't find my sheet. We got any jokes we should be playing? Oh, yeah, yeah. We Hit me with ones. a funny joke. I like me a funny joke. Get your sheet together, man. Taylor Swift
6: announced that she's releasing a Christmas song. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks like someone had a bad breakup with Santa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's called single bells, I think. <laughs> um, no? Meh. No? Meh. Mm. Do you have a better one? Mm, that's fine. Get this at an art fair in Miami: a banana that's duct taped to a wall just sold for one hundred twenty thousand dollars. It's crazy. You can get that same banana at Whole Foods for just one hundred ten thousand dollars. <laughs> that makes me laugh, uh, and I don't yeah. get modern art. Modern art is stupid, um, as I've that's pointed good it out point. many times. <laughs> it's, it's hard. Well, it's hard to argue with me. Um, uh, I, So we're raising money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. More on that next hour, getting into the details of that. But on this particular, I'm around a bunch of guys today um, because Brian, the Marine who got his leg blown off, was actually here in the studio with me. And we're talking about the technology of prosthetics now is just incredible. And oh, it's where come it is so far oh yeah and where it is now versus even two years ago is incredible he was explaining to me on how guys who've uh, uh, you know or anybody you don't have to be in the military you could be car wrecked be anything but um guys who've lost above the knee above the knee used to be a huge one because that's just that's getting into some really complicated you know body parts that you need to be able to walk and stuff and the prosthetics for that now are so good and can be adjusted for if you're going uphill and downhill and driving and all these different things and they're so light and strong and Wait, amazing technology!
1: Wow, that's really cool. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. As a guy who just got um, titanium and ceramic and everything put inside me, I know that that they're making real advances in that science. So good for them. I'm glad to hear that, especially for you know.
0: Well, but like you said, for anybody, for anybody so, who needs it. So if you were a pirate, like in 1750, mm-hmm. and I don't know how you lost your leg, did you? The a, a shark a bite? It cannon off fire, probably. Cannon fire or something like that. And yeah. then they just uh, they just sort took it. And then they just took a wooden uh, stick and shoved it up in your leg. Is that what they did? Did that? Did that work? How did you not die from that?
1: Well, no. They your your stump would go in like a cup that was on top of the wood, and then that would be strapped to your leg. That's my understanding of uh, Middle Ages uh, prosthetic science. <laughs> Which is you know, more than I got. It was kind of my hobby. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, your peg-legged pirate was uh, no wonder they're in such a bad mood all the time. That's pretty primitive technology, but it's amazing what's going on these days. Um So uh, listen, uh, one of the big stories today, we touched on this earlier, we'll touch on it again later in in depth, but the Supreme Court today is going to take a look at whether they're going to consider that case from the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals that we've been talking about so much that said cities you can't enforce your anti-vagrancy, anti-camping laws unless you have a bed available for every bum and junkie within your jurisdiction. Which is, even by the Ninth Circuit Court's uh, standards, stupid and capricious and unenforceable and and hard to believe it happened. Um, Although, you know, it's kind of disturbing. It's kind of funny, but it's kind of disturbing. If you know anything about the history of jurisprudence in this country, there are quite a few decisions by eminent judges that are utterly indefensible. And they get overturned and laughed at for the rest of history, and this is one of them. I mean, the idea that, okay, we got 1,337 junkies, we have 1,337 beds, so can we now start enforcing our ordinance? Whoops, the bus just got here from Fresno, we now have five more bums and junkies, so we can't enforce our ordinance. So back on the
0: streets, everybody.
1: Right, exactly. And and hey, those uh, dangerous junkies who are assaulting women on the jogging trail, uh, have at it, guys. We can't evict you. And people clogging up the parks and frightening little kids at the bathroom by the soccer field or taking a crap in front of a business. You people, as you were, keep going because we just got five new junkies in town.
0: Well, so it's completely unworkable. So that's one thing the Supreme Court could possibly say is it's unworkable. And, you know, that, that that's before or after you get to the Since when did the housing become a, a right, a constitutional right, that if you haven't figured out a life where you can house yourself, the government provides one. That, that would be a new one. That'd be, that'd be That would upend society. Well, and, uh, you know, you're right. That's an excellent point. But to me,
1: the Ninth Circuit Court ruling goes even further because it makes enforcement of, a, of of quite a few laws that nobody's ever debated their legitimacy. It makes the enforcement of those laws dependent on having executed that brand new right and delivered it to everybody. So that's like doubly what the hell are you talking about ish. If I may, you know, resort to the legal speak. Uh, so anyway, uh, it'll be interesting to see what they say. God, I hope they take it up. Oh Yeah, they, they have to. They absolutely have to. Uh, I mean, listen, if you got bums and junkies, and because you're, you're folks who got cancer and that they couldn't make the rent and the rest of it, they're not taking a crap in front of a business. Nope. They're not molesting children at the park. They're not breaking the- into your car. Right, they're not doing any of those things. But those who are, I'm not saying take out the nightstick and beat them within an an inch of their lives. I'm not saying be cruel. I'm not saying anything like that. They just can't stay here in a place that impacts the quality of life of hardworking Americans. It's as simple as that. And the Ninth Circuit Court said, oh, yeah, they can. Yeah, well, I can't wait for the Supreme Court to take this on. I'm sure they will. They have to. I'll call R B G tonight. Uh, we we usually pay, play poker on Friday nights, but she's feeling a little under the weather. So anyway, so you got that in the headlines. Also, um, and this is of a somewhat similar theme, but uh, the Trump administration has tightened the work requirements for SNAP. It's your it's your it's your food stamps, essentially, um, which is administered, of course, through the Agriculture Department. But anyway, they've said, look, states, the idea is if you get the SNAP, you've got to work if you're an able-bodied, non-child-having adult. But these states, especially some of the blue states, just grants everybody an exemption says, no, 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 you can get taxpayer money and food even if you don't ever lift a finger to help yourself. Well, the Trump administration has said, no, 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 you're giving out these exemptions way too frequently. Uh, We're going to tighten that up. And so, of course, you got your NPRs and your MSNBCs just weeping bitter tears about up to 750,000 individuals could be dropped from SNAP and lose their benefits, as if it's a, a tragedy. Can we not have standards for who gets the taxpayer money? NPR, MSNBC. Can we? Can we ask nothing of people before other people's money is forcibly taken from them and redistributed? I just don't get their worldview.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I, I know. It's uh, I saw those headlines yesterday, and I. Yeah. They're, they're, half the country thinks all government programs are good and should expand. All right. Without uh, without question. And that's just I don't know what you do about that.
1: And they react to the very like the auditing just to make sure this is being run in the taxpayer interest. But just to make sure the taxpayers aren't being screwed, the very act of taking a look at it as seen as some is seen as some sort of sin. I don't. God, you people are nuts. You're absolutely cuckoo nuts.
0: Hey, by the way, next hour we are bringing out the violin and the trombone in uh, in an annual classic. Legendary. uh, Terrifying. It usually raises a lot of money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, but uh, Joe and I will be doing a duet. Is it Christmas songs we're going to do? We need to talk about that. We'll come up with something exquisite. Would anybody be able to tell the difference?